what's up, what's up, what's up, good people? You are now rocking with the best. We are so glad to be back with you guys. Thank you for joining yes. the Ball and Chain podcast, yes. where I'm the ball and she's the chain, or she's the ball and I'm, I'm the, the chain. chain. Yes. No matter how you cut it, we We're ain't not going, going nowhere. anywhere. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, beautiful people. I am so happy to be here today. Um, I am Keisha, and this is my beautiful husband, Buster Tyson, and we are two divided by two. Two divided by two simply means one. So even if you didn't get good grades in math, we know that one plus one equals two, but two divided by two always equals one. And if you ain't get past that, then we don't know what to tell you. Right. So we founded our ministry off of Amos 3.3 3 in the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? So you can reach us out at... Uh, or you can reach out to us, I'm sorry, at www.2dividedby2.com. Or you can reach us on IG and Facebook at 2 divided by 2 And just a quick announcement, we have something coming for you guys. Even if you are not married, this is for everyone. Husband, wives, mother, fathers, um, children, sisters, brothers, cousins, uh, godparents, godchildren, neighbors, clowns, circus animals, (laughs) anybody that wants to come out to Radical City, we are going to be radical. Radical City is having a worship service on June the 12th. Um, and you can find out more information on our website, on our Instagram. Um, also, we got a new Instagram page, so it's not couples related. You can reach out to us at Radical City Family. That's at Radical City Family on IG. And on Twitter, it's Radical City Fam. Yes, I think yes, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. So make sure you just tell everybody you know to come check us out. We are doing some major things for the kingdom of God, and we hope that you will be a part of it with us, too. We are back with another show for you today, and today's show's title is From the Cradle to the Grave. From the Cradle to the Grave. That's major. Yeah, it's major. Because what we have is- That was a movie. Yes, it was. With DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. We love you, man. Yes. So, but today our show isn't about DMX. It's not about his movie, but it is about our children, raising grown children. Because even though they grow up and they become adults themselves, they are still our children. You know, you even call our children babies, no matter how old they are. We have a 21-year-old that she still calls baby. We got a 16-year-old that she still calls baby. We got an 11-year-old that she still calls baby. he hates it, but he's still my baby. No matter what And I call other people's kids babies. So when I'm asking about other people's children, I say, hey, how are the babies? And they're like, they're 30. And I'm like... They're I don't still have babies. no babies. <laughs> They're still babies. I mean, when when God has given us something on loan and he has given us something to protect, I believe he believes that we're still his. And I believe that they're still ours. And today we're just going to chat it up with you guys about raising our children from the time they, they come out of the womb to the time that they are in the tomb. Because we believe that raising 
children is a full-time job no matter what their age is so but today specifically we want to focus on raising adult children right because or parenting or parenting adult children right, maybe we should say yeah, that yeah we're done raising them okay so but we still well, gotta be parents right if she's listening you know she may you know she might <laughs> i don't know how she gonna feel but okay <laughs> faith we love you baby girl but Either way, we still we still got to do some have some parenting roles right. when it comes to raising adult children. I don't know where you want to start today, but the thing that's on my mind is it okay if I just go give, ahead jump give in something that's on my Cause, mind because I, I I think I was told that I kind of hogged the mic the last time, no, so I want to make you? sure no way yeah I want to make sure I give you your your your, your due no okay? way so you go ahead I'll chime in when I get a chance <laughs> all right sounds good so I just got one thought one thought right and. The thought that came to me when we started discussing, preparing for today's podcast was children who get married, a lot of times younger women, you know what I mean? And then they still call on their fathers to do the duties of a husband, meaning okay. hang TVs, hang pictures, okay. paint, paint walls, you okay. know, these types okay. of things, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I wanted to get your perspective on that because I know that yeah, kids need some of those types of things as far as guidance goes, right? Mm -hmm. But what about the husband? How does the husband feel about, all right, well, you're going to call your daddy when I'm right here. Okay. You know, and that's a part of, that's one of the things that we have to deal with when it comes to raising or parenting grown children. Okay. Right? So what's your question? My question is, what you think about that? Well, how, how do you how do you think that people should handle that? Because I know that there are a lot of people, even for for the younger people who are getting married now, a lot of those children aren't raised in a situation where they even learn how to handle tools. And that's it. That's right? that. And is so, it. so then you go to saying, "Hey, you know, I'm married to you. You're my husband. I'm your wife." But I'm going to call my, my father, as we say in Baltimore. My father. We don't got a T, T and H's in Baltimore. Is okay. I'm going to call my father. Okay. And so so what, what do you think about that? Do you, do you think that that's okay? Do you think that we need to find a way around that? Tell me. Talk to, talk to the people about how we handle those type of situations. I'm so torn with this. I am so torn because you – you raised a great point. The first point that I was going to make is not everyone has been raised to know how to handle tools. Okay. And so if a young man was raised without a father, if a young man was raised to stay in his books and not work with his hands, there are reasons why he may not know how to work um, a tool or how to hang a television or, or in hanging televisions just came down the pike. I would say within the last 10 years or so, because you can use the, put a TV stand up and just place the TV on there. Well, and they don't even know how to build a TV stand. No, well, <laughs> see, here's the thing. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely correct. But even furniture, when you purchase furniture, unless you're going to somewhere like Ikea and Wayfair, mm -hmm. you can get furniture delivered and they'll put it together. But, but I'm just saying that it's so many, so many reasons why someone may not know how to work a, a screwdriver or or a hammer or find a a leveling thing to be able to make sure that you're not you're not um, 
hanging something crooked or have sophisticated tools like you, like a stud finder. Like those are things that have to be taught. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, now, even though we're raising them or, or, or parenting them in an informational age, not everyone is going to go on YouTube to figure out how to do these things. So... What I would say to the young wife is, one, make sure that it's absolutely okay with your husband that you call your dad. Okay. Because the Bible says to cling to your spouse and leave your parents. And it's not just for young wives, because I know there's some old wives out there that are still calling their daddy. I understand. (laughs) I understand, but still make sure that it's okay. And what I would say is, if it's not okay with the husband that the wife is calling her dad, then I would suggest that the husband hire someone to do it. Okay. If he is not capable of going on YouTube, because some people can go on YouTube and still just drop the ball you know that's the best way i can put it but if the husband is not okay with the the father being called then the husband should be able to afford to have someone come and install it for them okay that that that's my advice all right so if if they if they can't do it themselves if they can't go on youtube okay then they should hire someone in order to be able to come in and, and take care of the situation. Or. <laughs> okay, there's another option. Th- there's another option. Wait for it. The daughter can do it. Okay. Because I I was literally, I know we talked about this in, in another podcast. I personally started painting. And I was painting a wall, and usually you handle the paint. Right. And so I was painting, trying to help you out. And our 16-year-old was, yeah, I don't even remember how the conversation started. It was between the 16-year-old and the 12-year-old. And I'm trying to explain to the 16-year-old that I don't need you to paint. Right. That I prefer you paint. But there's a difference between preferring someone to do something and needing you to do something. Absolutely. And so we're raising our children to not need a man to be able to do certain things, but be able to have the ability to do those things on her own. So if the um if, if the, the husband can if the do, husband can then hopefully the wife can then has hopefully the, the wife can. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Okay. That's my opinion. Okay. I like it. I like it. What what other thoughts you got about raising or parenting adult children? Are they married though? Because you threw you threw, I threw a, a curveball. Yeah, I threw did. a curveball right off because the bat. Because I, I, I wanted think to that see is what, a major difference. I wanted to see if you was on your toes, see if you was ready for today's I, show. I think it's a major difference. Um uh, parenting someone that is married okay. and parenting someone that is not married. So maybe that should be a, a different show. Okay. Because parenting someone that is married is a whole nother beast, right? Because it is now, a whole nother beast. Now you're not only dealing with your particular child, but you're also dealing with your child and their spouse. That's absolutely and correct. Don't even get us started if they have kids together. That because is then you gotta worry about parenting the parents. Like so it, it definitely goes into a whole nother realm of a conversation. Or if they can't make their mortgage and you have to help them pay. Yeah. Or if they need to move but you can, in your that house. That could be the case if they're not married. That's, that could be single. That is that is absolutely correct. You going to finances? Is that where you're going? Oh no, is but that, I'm just saying okay. there are a lot of couples that we even know that are living with in-laws now while they're getting houses built yeah so 
that is taking on the responsibility of your son-in-law or your daughter-in-law and what comes with that and how that um, particular family member was raised. They may not have been raised how your child was raised. So you, it's a whole different dynamic when it comes to... They leaving the toilet seat up, yeah. squeezing toothpaste from all types of angles. And, yeah. and, and you can't talk to your son-in-law or your daughter-in-law in the way that you would talk. Well, I do. I, I talk to my daughter's boyfriend like he mine so i i mean i love him i'm i'm claiming him okay but i talked to <laughs> i talked to him if you're listening i love you but I, I i talk to him as if he's mine because here's the thing once you come inside of our home and they don't they they don't live in our home but once they come inside of our home i'm going to treat you like i treat my other children that's right that's yeah. right Close that door. We ain't air conditioning outside. Yeah, all that. You know how it used all to that. be told us back in the day. All, <laughs> all right. So let's move on. Let's okay. move on. Okay. We, if we talk about, you know, some some children that we are parenting that are not married. Okay. Right. Because that's a like you said, that's another dynamic. Hold but another dynamic. you know, I, I wanted I wanted to get you on your P's and Q's okay. when we started. Yeah, I think you did a good job. Okay, we have well, to we have to you. ask the guests when they when they come on, let us know how Keisha did with the first fastball that oh, I threw her of the go. day. Here we but go. um but now we move into back into what we should be focusing on. Okay. And that's just parenting our own grown children. Okay. Right? I know that Single. we Single, Got our it. own grown single children. Got it. And while we're just using our child as an example, because she is 21, she is considered legal. She um, is, we, but we, she was legal at 18. But we should we should always remind people that we have a, have to differentiate the difference between legal and grown. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Because legal is just meaning that you are of a certain age. Of you're age, that's it. That, that means a class. That's it. That's it. You're 18, you're legal. You're doing everybody's job today, girl. You oh, are I'm sorry. on it. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. You're absolutely perfect. And so when we talk but about me, but legal. Can, can, so right when you say 18, okay, can we, can we stop at 18 for a second? Stop at 18. At 18, you could... Get your own car insurance. You can buy your own car. You can get your own credit card, right, at 18. But you still can't drink. Okay. Right? You still can't rent a rental car without paying an extra uh, fee. Right. Because you have to even be 25 to be able to do that. Right. Right? So at 18, you can you can do things without parental consent. You can get married. You can get your own health insurance and stuff like that right. if you're not. So in we're school. seeing an increase in responsibility from that is correct from things that you were able to do at 16 because right. 16 is another milestone, right? So, but now we're 18. So we're at 18. We're getting a little bit more um, liberty to do certain things because the law says that we can do it. That is correct. Okay. And then when you get 21, I think the only thing major that comes at 21 is you can drink alcohol. Right. And then your license, you're not you're not under a provisional license anymore. OK, I think. All right. And so that's the only thing that changes at 21, um, 25. Like I said, you can you can get a rental car without needing like a cosign or an extra security deposit or anything like that. So for me, uh, the law gives you no guidance on the maturity levels at 18, 21, and 25. Okay. Um, for instance, our, our child, 
can remain on our health insurance or anybody's child can remain on their health insurance as long as they're in college. And I think it's up to the age of 24 and 25. Okay. So you're still being raised. I'm going to use the word raised. Now we're back to being raised. Right, because there's a difference. I believe as long as I am financially responsible for you, that I am still raising you. I get it. I'm just talking about earlier. You said we was different parenting, raising. Well, now we back so to raising. Because I think you, once you that that money come in, and yeah, I'm I raising do. you now, girl. Right, boy. I whatever can, you is, I, I'm raising. I can still you. claim you on my taxes if I'm paying your college tuition, if I'm paying your health insurance, right. if I'm paying your dental insurance. I'm still raising you. You're still a dependent child. That's right. So maybe we should still use that term. You're a dependent child. We throwing. T- Terms at y'all today. If I hope you you got a pen while you're driving, while you whatever you're doing, walk. We got terms for you today. If you are in a position where you are no longer on our financial coattail, and this is this is I'm talking about parents. I'm not talking about you know uh, uh, my child particular. If you are no longer needing your parent to sign something for you, if you no longer needing your parents' um, uh, uh, social security information so you can get a FAFSA. If you're no longer needing your parents to vouch for you for, for medical insurance, and those or things. Or to pay your BGE or, or, or to pay no, your rent. No, no, I don't agree with that. Well, you don't agree with what? I don't agree. Hold on. So here's the difference. A one-time gift or a one-time loan it, well, I don't want to use the term loan. Right, no. A I, one time, but when you start talking about BGE, if you're, pay, <laughs> if you're, no, I'm saying, and BGE for people that don't live in the Maryland area right. is Baltimore, Baltimore Gas, Gas and, and Electric. electric. That's, that's how we keep the lights on around here. <laughs> right, right. If you're in D.C., it's Pepco. Right. So wherever, wherever you are, it's, it's different. But I, I just, I, I started naming things that happen on a continuous monthly basis. They could need help on a continuous monthly basis. But they could be 30 need and help on a continuous monthly basis. There's and they a could problem. be still living in your basement at 30. Well, if you're raising a 30-year-old, that's a whole nother podcast. That's not the marriage podcast. That's not the raising a young adult podcast. That's a raising... Hold uh, on. We uh, never said that they were out of the house. Hold on. There we, are plenty of We need grown... to reset. We may need to start this podcast <laughs> over because it's we too, go We got from, too many categories. Right, it's too many categories. When I'm naming things about taking care of a young... I'm talking about somebody that's t- between the age of 18 and 25. So maybe I was wrong. Because when I started listening, the health insurance and all of that, they have to get off by a certain time. So when I'm saying we're paying college tuition and you're 23 years old and you want to talk smack, we can cut you off, and then what? But I'm not talking about a husband and wife that that has moved in because they're getting their house built, they're saving money for a year, and I, I don't consider us raising them at that point. I consider us parenting them at that point. I, so at I what don't point, disagree with you at all. So I've, what point does it go from, Does it is, is it an age thing that it goes from raising you stop raising at 25 when they're completely off and then this parenting at that point? Well, I don't I don't know if you 
ever really stop doing either because raising doesn't necessarily have to be financial. Parenting doesn't necessarily have to be not financial. When you're raising somebody, you're raising somebody up to be something. You know, you're raising somebody up. You're bringing somebody to a higher level. So you can always impart wisdom to your child. You can always give your experiences to your child. You can always be raising them, even in a mentor type of role. You can you can mentor and raise grown people. Okay, so I'm with you there. Since you broke it down like that, I think the wording I would have used would have been different because I think that if, and here, this is just me. I'm trying to put myself in a 24, 25-year-old shoes. I know I still look it, but I'm not that. So, yeah, you do, girl. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but I, I'm serious. At 24, 25, I was already married to you. I don't know if... I was still living at home at 28 or 29. I would have liked to hear my grandmother say, I'm still raising Keisha. I think, I think the word could be, um, it could be a little condescending depending on how you take it versus I'm training Keisha. I'm showing Keisha. I'm guiding Keisha. Um, but raising to me is always associated with children. So I could be wrong. Either you raising children or you raising money or you raising the stakes or you, things like that. But I think that once it gets to a certain age, another word needs to be, needs to be said because if, if perfect example, if our son was to get married at 30, and his wife says something to him about still being on his mom's breast, he would take offense to that because of the wording. Even though I could still be training him and showing him how to do things like, you know, like grown people should do, and how you would be showing him how to be a man, I think he could take offense to his wife saying that he's still being raised by his parents at 30. So I think that once the children start to reach another age, and this could go with parenting, the vocabulary needs to change. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. It, I, and, and it really depends on, you know, what you take offense to. You know, I, I don't, we, we don't have to get into the tomato-tomato discussion because some people, even if they said that your child was still on your mama's breast, well, I mean... That's it could, facts. It could be true. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you you can get offended all you want to, but the case is still the same. Like, you, however I sweet talk it, however I dress it up, no matter how much sugar I put on it, the fact still remains. So, so it does, you know. And I understand your point. I'm not, I'm not taking away from your point. I'm just saying that. I mean, when we break it all down, when we boil it down and get to the bare nuts and bolts of it, it's still going to be the same thing. Whether you're parenting, raising, whether you're training, whether you're mentoring, whether you're helping out, whatever it is, you're still doing the same thing because you still have to give of yourself to them for something that they are in need of. Got it. You know, and Understood. so so however, however, whatever you parents out there decide to call it, um, we still are addressing the fact that you still have to give something of yourself to your children who are now of age. 
And that's whatever age they may be. And that's the reason why I threw in a 30-year-old because there are they, – and I want you to remember your days in the hood. Don't act like you don't know I folks. I've never been in the hood, though. Well, you you lived in the area that was hoodish. I know. I lived in an urban community. Hood-ish. <laughs> we throwing terms at y'all today. Hood-ish. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I mean, there there are some people, uh-huh. some children who don't really get it at certain ages. Okay, and so it takes a little bit longer. Think about the incarcerated child, mm-hmm. the child who could never get out on their feet, and they have to return home from incarceration, maybe once, maybe twice. We don't know, but they weren't able to get their footing. And now they are living with their parents because they never established themselves. Well, that's a whole nother piece. See, you and I hope somebody's writing all these different <laughs> podcasts now. Because once you start talking about someone that was incarcerated, statistics show that they stop aging at the point that they get incarcerated. So if my 16-year-old was incarcerated and came out at 30, technically he's still 16 and he has a lot more raising that needs to be done. So I think that that's a whole different, you know, I need the producer to come over here and tell you to stay on track because you add in different, different am I, components. Am I, am I completely out of the ballpark here? You're not Let out of know. the ballpark, okay. but I'm just saying that you're th- all of your curveballs you're throwing, you're adding different dynamics to the conversation but that could be lives, explored. People's lives aren't black and white. That is Pe- correct. People's lives have curveballs in them every single day. And so I'm just trying to make sure that we cover maybe some of the things that these people out here are dealing with okay. because it's not it's not just going to be like oh yeah my kid she he 22 and he was in college now he not but he get ready to move out because he got him a little job at amazon and they paying him enough for Why him to get an apartment like, like i'm just saying it ain't <laughs> it ain't just like regular that, like that like people that. are dealing with curveballs and so it. i'm just i'm just putting it out there because we might Nobody be helping somebody say apartment like that because People do forget the A. They you do know how like it apartment. is. Them, them apartments. He got, he got a little apartment. He trying to put some furniture in. <laughs> but no, it's, it's just, you know, I, I just think that parents have a lot to contend with. You do. Period, okay. Right? So so here we have what? A little under 20 minutes left. We have. Yeah, we ain't. We going to help you. We going to help you right, a little bit. We, gonna we ain't just kicking the bobo. Uh-huh. Eight tips. On parenting adult children. Okay. You ready? All right. We going with eight eight tips. Eight tips. I told y'all, get y'all pens together. Let's do it. All tip right. Tip number one. Tip number one. What's the most important thing? Recognize and respect your differences. Mm. If you and your child had a conflict well before adulthood, it won't disappear overnight on their 18th birthday. Sometimes the conflict is simply the result of a personality clash and being under one roof can intensify it. Sometimes it's just time for them to go. Okay. Sometimes you look. So we're going to have real tips wanna, and we're going to have busted tips. Maybe. I, but this one I got, I'm going to say, you Sometimes when you don't want to listen to what I got to say no more, it's time for you to go. Recognize and respect our differences. What's that button? 
Boom, boom, boom. Look at that. See, she's still producing. My, my <laughs> wife is on her job today. I don't know if the sound man is. I don't know if the music person. I don't know if the producer. I don't know, but my wife is on her job today. All right, tip number I've two. I've been in the spirit all tip day. Tip number two. Hallelujah. Tip number two. Thank you, Lord. Share your wisdom and insight without being critical. Because your child may have a very different temperament than yours, they may not always respond well to your suggestions. Help, helpful as you think they may be. Helpful as I think. Uh-oh. I, I've been your age before. You ain't never been mine. <laughs> you don't know what in the world you talking about. You need to listen to me. Tip number three. Here we go. Setting boundaries with adult children. No matter what your living arrangements are, adult children living at home, adult children living overseas, and everything in between, you still need to set boundaries. That's right. Have you ever had any parents that put a lock on their door? Mm -hmm. This is the reason why right here. Because you're grown behind, bringing all types of people in our house. I don't know who they are, none of that. We setting boundaries. I'm going to put a lock on my door. And when your Michael Kors duffel bag gets missing uh -oh. and you don't know where Ooh, it is. That struck a chord. You may. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put a lock on the door. What'd your clock say? Lock the door. Lock the door. Okay, number four. Number four. Do things you love together. If you love shopping with your daughter when she was a teen, there's no reason to stop now. Now this one is easy. Let's just do it. That's Let's Nike. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So I don't I don't know whose tips y'all like better. Mine or Buster's, but I'm y'all can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. Cause I know y'all <laughs> like my tips better than than them other ones. Let, what number we on? Number five. Number five. Make room for significant others in their lives. It may be hard to share your children with their significant others, but these relationships are important are an important stage in their launch towards independence. That's right. Find you a corner and just hold a sign. I got a kid that needs to be married. You, you, I, they good. Ooh. I done raised them right. You just giving them away now at this point. No, uh, we we doing tryouts. But okay. I'm just saying, we want we want to <laughs> we want we want to get the numbers rolling in though. Like we we don't want them single forever. That's what you're saying, kinda. But I'm just telling you how we can boost this thing up. Let's keep it going. Okay. Number six. Number six. Be a consultant, not a CEO. Uh oh. That that is uh, that's major. Uh. Says the parenthood is not about running the company and being in charge of their life as you were when they were dependent. But instead, parenting adult children may mean ex offering expert advice and guidance that children can implement. Well, I think that you need to listen to what I say. Growing up, my mama said, because I said so, and I bet your mama said the same thing. So don't give me that consultant. I am the CEO. And if you don't want to listen, then we got some problems. Mm -hmm. Back to number one. Respect our differences. B, this is number seven. Number seven. Be a sounding board for your adult children. Create an atmosphere in which your children can always feel like they can talk to you. Now, this one I agree with. I want you to be able to listen to your children 
because everybody's voice is important. That's one thing that we do preach in our house, that everybody's voice is important. Yes. So it doesn't matter, you know, if they off a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I'm just, you know what I mean. But yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> everybody's voice is important because we do have differences of ideas, differences of opinions. And, um, and if they feel like they can't be heard by you as a parent, then it can deter them from, you know, actually feeling like they are valid even in their own home or even, you know, as your child. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. Number, number eight. eight. Number eight. Make family meetings a regular occurrence. A, How you feel about that? We another do that. staple yes. in our house. Yes. We make yes. sure yes. that we yes. regularly yes. have family meetings because, again, family voices um, are important. Voices, making sure that everybody in the family has a voice are extremely important. And what do you do in family meetings? You can set the table for how you want your family living to go. So not only do you get a chance to vote on things, but you get a chance to talk about maybe some things that, that nobody has brought to the table recently. Mm -hmm. You get to explore some things that may be some issues of the past and how we can do things a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. It's like a boardroom, you know what I'm saying? Like you get to the table and you get a chance to just talk and figure out, okay, how can we be better for each other and with each other. So so this this is this is good. I like number eight. I was thinking about our last um, meeting. Our daughter was um, working um, the twenty one year old because she doesn't live at home anymore. Um, she was working. I want to say a night shift or an evening shift where she uh, didn't get off to maybe like 11 or 1130. And so it was the evening shift, that swing shift, that three, three to 11. 11. And I said, we're having a family meeting. Uh, so I want you to come as soon as you get off work. And she didn't get here till like 12 o'clock at night. But we still, you know, all the three children, Busta and I, because we knew our lives were about to change with what's coming down the pike. And it was important for us to talk to them about it. It was important for us to pray with our children. It was important for us to, you know, let Satan know that he wasn't going to affect what belonged in this house and that God was still the ruler. And so even though she has her own house to contend with, even though she had her own responsibilities living outside of the house, we still wanted her to recognize that it's important that when we go through something, she's still going to go through something, whether it's good, whether it's bad or whether it's indifferent, because we're still one and we're still a family. So it is very important that if you have adult children outside of the house, that you still include them in the family meetings that you have inside of the house. Now, I'm not talking about things that, you know, you talk about amongst your younger children that whether it's discipline or things going on of that nature, but I'm talking about life decisions, family decisions, illness, things of that nature. It's important for you to include your adult children. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, so let's talk about, because we, we've given, we've given, eight good tips well really like really kind of almost like 16 good tips because oh, you had some yeah. and i had some i you know i threw a couple extra pointers in there you know this mm -hmm. we throwing stuff at them today baby okay this, okay this is good stuff yeah, and we so, are, babe. oh mm -hmm. see husbands if you hear that voice then you know that there's a face that goes with it but what do we do we keep moving anyway. Here we go. Here we go. So what else we got for them? Because um, I think that some children, 
when they get into the or or adult children, when they get into this space of thinking that they're grown, I think that sometimes they get attitudes. Get? They've been had attitudes. They they didn't just develop attitudes when they turned eighteen, but they felt that when they turned eighteen, my grandmama used to say, "You're smelling yourself." Yeah, but they were smelling themselves before they turned eighteen. All right, but now they grown. So now, no, now they're of age. Now they legal. Now they're legal. Terms we throwing terms at you today. Now they're now legal. They legal. Mm-hmm. And, and so because they legal and they 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 are smelling themselves real mm-hmm. real good now, you know. How do, would you help the parents address those type of children? So I think it goes back to one of the things you said. Should we Kirk Franklin them? Uh, no. No? Don't, oh. That's a whole nother C oh. producer. Just He's checking. still throwing it. I'm just checking. I, I don't know. No, right? we don't Kirk Franklin them. Oh. Okay. Shout well. out to Frank. Kirk Franklin. I said Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I applaud you uh just for your love and faithfulness for your kids okay back to the did point. he do anything wrong I, i'm just asking real quick i, I just want to know i think different words could have been used but okay i think that in the heat of the moment things happen that's right and i think that that two men still had to have a conversation too it. also right and i'm sure family meetings have been had okay so i think that once you start checking all the boxes bloop Things happen. <laughs> I like that one. We need a sound for that. Bloop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Back on topic. All right. So I think that boundaries, mm-hmm. it goes back to boundaries because uh, I think we all got to the point where we were smelling ourselves. Yeah. And I think that we've all tried to push the envelope. It's no different than as an adult, you showing up to work five minutes late. You're showing up to work eight minutes late. You're going to keep pushing the envelope until you get that hand. You smack. get some, some, some rapper man come mm-hmm. down the pike. And I think that with children, there is no different. I think the difference as, uh, when you look at children versus adults is like you said, we've been your age before you haven't been ours. So we get away with things that we don't feel they should be able to get away with. Shout out to God, daddy for that reference too. Yes. I don't even know if God Daddy knows how to listen to a podcast. God Daddy probably don't even know what a podcast <laughs> is. A pod, what? But anyway, I just wanted to, you know, give yeah. him a shout out. Like we we ain't thieving around here, but <laughs> we will use your stuff though. Don't 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 get it twisted. We ain't gonna steal it, but we're gonna use it. Yeah. So what was I saying? <laughs> you silly. Oh, okay. So I, I feel like we as parents, and and here's the thing. I think parents can be hypocritical. I think that mm. we could get a, we do things that we can get away with. Yeah. But when the children do it, we reprimand them for something that we just did. Okay. So if we if we um fuss at the children for lying, but we lie to our spouse, it, it, we come down on them for something that we did. If we, we lie, we, we get on our children about lying and skipping school, but we call out sick knowing we ain't sick. There are so many things that we as parents mm-hmm. do that we expect our children to do the opposite of. But the reality is the children are going to do what we do. They're not going to do what we say. That's right. And when, I, when you said something about hypocritical, um, those were good points. It also made me think of, they that we come down on them for stuff that we did 
when we were their age as that well. That is absolutely like, correct. Like I think sometimes we, as we, when we get older, when we become parents, that we forget yes. that we used to act just like them. Yes. That that boy of mine in there. Jesus. He, he, he Bless him, just, Lord. Just like I used to act when I was his age, But I'm you sure. didn't eat like that. I, I did not eat oh like that. Oh, my God. He's probably House and home. Right now. If y'all want to send donations <laughs> to Divided by Two, because this boy cash is cash eating. us anything. Eating anything. Eating. He probably eating right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, you know, I, I just think that we forget yeah. that we were when we were their age, we yep. were doing the same thing. That's true. You, you know, you fussing at your, your teenagers or your 21-year-olds, your 22-year-olds, because they out partying all the time they having a good time they they smell like a little bit of drink or they they they've been smoking their eyes is all red and, well, and they stuff didn't get like that, that from me oh is we is we pointing fingers no now? i thought you were saying we, that, I'm that, was a, oh. that was general oh okay that was like a overall type of thing oh. like because i because i was gonna say not I, personal like you're right but maybe that's when a conversation need to be had when you start picking spouses for holding up signs saying you got one to be married to know what you marrying into. Or is that a whole nother conversation? Cause we got a child that's kind of mean and she ain't get that from me. Now she ain't get what from you <laughs> being kind of mean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that mean, Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. We, I need I, mean, I need a couple sounds because <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want I don't, don't get the wrong give the wrong impression. I'm saying hypothetically over the mic. Hypothetically, oh. if you have a child that takes after one parent mm. more than it takes after the other parent, maybe it's hard for that parent to parent the child because they see a lot of themselves in the child. So, like hypothetically. You use the reference, smell like a little drink, got a little red eyes, right? So the parent that never smoked or drank may be harder on the child that does smoke and drink versus the parent that had a history with smoking and, re and, and drinking, they will be a little bit more lenient. What would you say about that? That I don't know where this show is going. <laughs> I, what do I, you mean? I think we have just totally That's gone a, off the rails. I was using that as an example. You don't you don't get what I'm saying. We the the topic is parenting <laughs> <laughs> adult from, children. <laughs> no, from the cradle to the grave. From the cradle to the grave. And it's feel like you putting me in the grave. No, no. That's don't, what it don't, feel like. Don't walk in that. Don't walk in that. Don't walk in that. Okay. All right. Because Lord said, where you walk, you have dominion. And I don't want you to take dominion off of that. I'm just using that as an example. Oh, death, where is your sting? I take dominion over wherever I walk. Don't get me to preach it on the podcast. Don't get, don't get me I'm going. Just, I'm just saying, back to, we had eight good tips. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to repeat those good tips for you all. So you, you gonna, can have them. Yeah, let's, let's. Bring it back in. Let's, let's bring it back let's in. Let's draw it back in. If y'all still listening, then y'all y'all are troopers. I tell you that. Y'all y'all are troopers because me and my wife, yeah, we are crazy like this all the time. But I believe that there is some substance in the things that we're saying because there is always going to be some parent out there that still has to have 
a stake in their child's life. Yes. And, if, and if you're not, then I'll pray for your relationship with your child. Because we should always be still in our children's lives yes. and still able to give them nuggets as we go on our way down this road. Because you never learn enough. You never get a full understanding of, of how it is to be a parent or to even be a child. Because in order for you to be a good parent, I think it's imperative that you be a good child as well. Yes. Great job. Great job. We just going to recap um, your tips this time, though. You sure? Yeah, I think. Do you remember yours? Let's try, let's try to recap yours while I do mine. You ready? I'm All ready. All right, here we go. Recognize and respect your differences. If you don't like what I say, get out. It's time for you to go. Share your, <laughs> share your wisdom and insight without being critical. Um, you need to, I don't know. What was that one? I don't remember that one. Keep going. <laughs> Number three, setting boundaries with adult children. I'm going to lock my door. I remember that one. Lock my door. Do things you love together. Just do it. Like Nike. Like right? Nike, that's right. Number five, make room for significant others in their lives. Get you a sign, big, bold letters. I need my child to have a spouse. Mm. Well, if your child don't want a spouse, that's a whole nother podcast. See? Producer? Mm, mm, mm. Number six, be a consultant, not a CEO. I am the CEO. I'm the boss. As long as you in this house, I'm the boss around here. Number seven, be a sounding board for your adult children. I like that one. You like listen, that one? listen, and listen well. Okay, number eight. Number eight. This Make, is the one we really, really yes, like, right? Yes, we did. Make family meetings on a regular occurrence. I think we need to have a family meeting a day. Family meeting, Lord. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> That's it, it for us. It's like hearing, <laughs> can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> you be like, oh, gosh, are we ready? I don't know if I'm ready to talk. Mm, mm, mm. That's funny. All right. All well, right, y'all. From the cradle to the grave, you got to remember that you're always raising your children no matter what. So I don't care how old they are. I don't care if they're 30 and they're in the basement or if they're 25 and they have been successful at college. Whatever their age is, no matter how old they get, you still have to be everything they need you to be. Love them. Protect Love them. them. Praise them. Honor them. Respect them. Talk to them. Listen to them. Yeah. Never, never stop listening to them. Because it, if they stop talking to you, communication. This is the is Ball over. and Chain podcast yeah. where I'm the ball and she's the chain, or she's the ball and mm -hmm. I'm the chain. Whichever one. No it matter goes. how you put it, we're we ain't not going, going anywhere. Nowhere. Thanks, y'all. Have a good Have one. A we'll good talk one. to you next time. Peace.